I'm in the midst of a midlife crisis where I'm like trying to buy a pet. God damn! Oh my god, can I tell you same? Yeah? Oh, but your pets are way cooler. Like I'm going for a basic pet. You're going for like dog, which is mm-hmm. legit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I don't want another dog because I have two dogs, but I'm like, okay, a cat. Right? Yeah, obviously. Love cats. Yeah. And my cat, it has been a long enough mourning period that I'm like, my current cat is lonely. He needs fucking a buddy. Yeah. And my kids would be stoked on a kitten. So I'm like, let's get a kitten or a guinea pig or a hamster or a bunny or a fucking lizard. Some other thing to keep alive now that we figured out that our kids can stay alive. Yeah. (laughs) Like I want something small, something else small, but not like a fish because... You can't hold a fish. And I want something to cuddle because my babies are growing up. And I think I'm an empty nester already. Brandon doesn't want me to have a bird, though. So I'm like, eh, iffy on the birds. Birds are a lot. You know all you can find on Craigslist for cats or kittens or whatever? They're like, here's a bangle. And I'm like, bullshit. This is fucking crackhead Craigslist. Yeah, that's not a bangle. Not a bangle. (laughs) And it just like, it's a striped cat like my cat was. They're like, oh, it's mixed. It's an F5. And I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. They have levels? Like, what's an F5? They Feline have five. It's like like Savannah or whatever is like the big cat. And then it's mixed with like a domestic cat. And then there's like levels of of it. Starts with like F1 down to like, I don't know, F7 or something. What the fuck? And F7 is like the closest to a domestic. But it's still like got the wild cat in it. And you can't have a Savannah in California. But you can have an, an F7. F1 or whatever. Oh. An F something. <laughs> And so then they're, like, trying to sell it as that. But I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, first of all. Second of all, they want, like, you know, $2,000 for it. And I'm like, I want, like, a free kitten. Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, I will love that cat forever. Yeah, like, does someone just have a box of kittens that they... I'll take. Like, outside the Walmart. That's how I got cats when I was younger. I know. It's, like, a whole thing now. Well, I was telling Lee, too, because uh, we're like, oh, let's get a dog. Which, by the way, right after Goober died, I was like, I'm never getting another dog because the Mm -hmm. death of an animal is, like, fucking... Traumatizing. Oh, my God. It re-triggered everything TMI from my dad's death, though. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, great. I thought I was fucking healing, and now I'm all broken again. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm never gonna do it again. And now I'm like, we fucking need a dog. And mm-hmm. every picture of a fucking golden retriever or a lab or oh, anything, I'm like, so oh, my God, cute. I want it. I want it. I want it. Mm-hmm. So Lee was There's like. There's golden retriever puppies on Craigslist, by the way, right now. Ooh, okay. San Diego Craigslist. So, so, so no big deal. Okay, ready? Yeah. Do you want to hear my goddamn? Yes, I want nothing more. So uh, for the first fucking three hours of Aaron and I hanging out prior to this actual recording, uh, I had one hell of a goddamn week. For work. Mm -hmm. It's been like a couple of goddamn weeks for work. Like really busy, high stress, working late, getting shit done. But like it's good stuff. It's all fine, whatever. But like it's catching up to me. And on I think Tuesday or something or maybe it was Monday night, I started to just like not feel well. Like something wasn't right. And then I – but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. It's like I felt – I had like little waves of feeling like nauseous. Not nauseous. Is it nausea? Mm. Nauseated. Nauseated. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I little, saw that TikTok. The little ways of feeling <laughs> nauseated, always. <laughs> anyway, little ways of feeling nauseated and like just feeling like, oh my God, I'm so tired. But like closing my eyes wasn't helping. Just, I didn't feel right. Yeah. Well, Tuesday morning, I woke up with a fucking massive migraine. Oh, no. And I've talked about this before that I am one who suffers from migraines. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, I've had a migraine attack this whole week. I'm still experiencing it. Right now? 
Yes, like it has gone on. The symptoms have carried on for the entire week. So it was like, as soon as I noticed, I woke up Tuesday morning and I think I had taken the kids out to the car. And by the time I had come back in, I had no vision, like half of, I could only see like the top half of my vision. And I was like, fuck, it's happening. And then I get the crazy like lines. It looks like a rainbow jagged thing in my vision. Oh my God. It's scary. It's like you lose your ability to see. And then also I get numbness in like my tongue and in random parts of my body, like my thumb will go numb or like literally my shoulder, not my arm, my shoulder will go numb it's fucking weird and then i can't think of words like my brain there's something wrong with my brain i was gonna say are you sure that like everything's connected right no i'm pretty like, sure is i'm that fucking legitimate... dying of a stroke alone but is that like a legitimate migraine yeah is that what like the textbook fucking i yep. guess migraine yeah that it's sucks. like a bad migraine yeah like it's a i think they call it like migraine with aura or something like that i don't fucking know but here's Makes what's so sense. frustrating so when it happens is like It's kind of like being pregnant when you can't think of a word or whatever. Mm. But what's scary is sometimes my words will get jumbled. Like I think that I'm like just going to fucking crush the sentence and then I like stutter a lot and it takes like I have to think really hard to make the word come out. Mm -hmm. So literally it's something in my brain. Like something is wrong. Something is broken. And it's really scary. Yeah. And that's during like the actual attack. So the only thing I can do is go lay down and be fucking miserable because I chug water, I chug caffeine and I take a ton of ibuprofen and I go lay down and you just wait it out and you can't sleep. Like it hurts so bad you can't even sleep. And then once the pain goes away, like once you can see and the pain goes away, you're so tired and your brain is still jumbled that it feels like you cannot function. Like to sit at your desk and work feels next to fucking impossible. It's like walking into a room and forgetting what you walked into the room for, but like all the time. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. And it's been happening all week. So like the headache part happened for a couple of days. I've had a headache for a few days. Like if I bend over, it feels like my head's going to explode still. And then what's also weird is like the roof of my mouth is sore in one spot and it only happens after the migraine. Like it it attacks my sinuses or something. Weird. Dude, it's so fucking weird. But here's what is so fucking infuriating. A few things. One is like, I feel like there's the stigma of people with migraines when they say that. People just think like, oh, it's a shitty headache. That mm-hmm. sucks. Like, that's really got to suck. If you don't have migraines, you know, it's literally debilitating. Like, you are in the bed and you cannot move. It's that's like, why I asked, like, is that a textbook migraine yeah. or like, do you suffer from a brain aneurysm? Because like, I don't know. Maybe. I've never had a migraine. No, if you look up migraines with aura, because I get the yeah. visual thing first and the visual, it's scary. Yeah. Literally is like sounds scary fucking with your brain and i think that's like a uh like a level of migraine because you can have migraines that are really bad headaches without the eye stuff yeah but i don't want to downplay anything else because the fucking headaches are excruciatingly painful yeah and you still like get brain issues where you're like i can't think of a fucking word and like you're irritable and it just fucking sucks but i feel like there's the stigma of like you still have to live your life even if you have a migraine so like i don't get to stop being a mom i still have to work like i could have totally taken a sick day but it was also really busy and i had a lot of things i had to get done well it's one of those things that like you can't see or people around you can't see exactly and so then it's like oh i have a migraine and people are like oh okay that sucks. Are you going to get this done? Like, yeah, like, I hope you feel better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and no, put an ice pack on it. <laughs> exactly. Like, There's thanks. nothing anything can do. And really, the only answer is you got to sleep. But it has been all week long. Like, I can't sleep for an entire fucking week. You got to figure something out. You could. 
<laughs> I really actually could. But yeah, yeah, exactly. As a mother. As a mom, I could sleep for fucking ever. I could sleep for like four years. But here's what is so fucking annoying is I have gone to the doctor for this so many times. Yeah, is there like a medication that you can take that I don't, prevents I never them? get anything. Every time I've ever gone to the doctor, they're like, oh, here's some stuff to make it so you don't feel nauseous. And I'm like, okay, but that's only like a small little portion and it's like a wave of nausea. Yeah. The other part that really sucks is when I can't see and, oh, also I can't think. Oh, and also I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. Like, those are the ones that I'd like to avoid. Like, I'll grit my teeth so I don't throw up. But, yeah. like, can we yeah. get through the pain part? Yeah. <laughs> no. And they're just like, oh, uh, you should do some yoga. And Ew. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> First of all, don't tell me how to live. Oh, my God. And literally, this time, when the attack started happening, I did so many stretches. Because <laughs> I did so much yoga. <laughs> I did so basically. I did neck yoga. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, gross. Just kidding. She made a blowjob motion in her head. Did. But uh, I literally was like stretching my neck out and doing all these like things I saw on TikTok to try to prevent a migraine and everything because I have like tension in my neck. I'm sure that's where it comes from yeah. and what triggers it and stems it and everything. But then, okay, I started having other weird symptoms where like my joints just started aching so bad. Like, you know what it is? What? We're over 30. Maybe. Maybe Our lifespan used to be 30 before modern medicine. So this is what death feels like. This is what death feels like. It's trying to knock you off. Like, bitch, you shouldn't be here. It is trying so hard. Oh, my God. But, like, my joints started aching so bad. I literally have, like, Googled everything. And I'm like, for sure I have leukemia. For sure I have cancer. Like, this can't just be a migraine. How is it still going on for an entire week? Yeah. So, long story short, I'm pretty sure I'm dying. And you guys are going to have to bear with me as I forget fucking basic words and stumble over whatever. But, you know, we're fine. You can't die. I might. Don't. Anyway, on that fucking sad and depressing note of us dying at the age of 30, what's your goddamn? Well, I have a fucking Jeep update. Oh, I know this goddamn. (laughs) Yeah. So Brandon (laughs) went to Las Vegas with your main man and a couple other dudes. It was their fucking boys trip. And I was like, what if? Single mom, single mom life. Later losers. Yeah. Yeah. I am crushing this shit. Mm -hmm. And that was like four days. And then on like the last day that I was by myself... I took my kids to T-ball, and I was, like, being a fucking team mom. Crushing mom life. Doing that whole thing. Two kids to T-ball. Yeah, two kids at T-ball being the fucking team mom. So I was like, you, over here, you, get your helmet, you know? Like, yeah, 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 fucking yeah, yeah. You crushing it. it. And then I got back to the Jeep, and I put my kids in. I buckled them up. Hot day. And then it wouldn't start. And I was like, excuse Son me. of a bitch. This is not how this works. Hello, Jeep. We've got to get the fuck out of here. I would like to not be here now. Yeah. And it's a push button start, which don't know if you know this, but I have no fucking idea how to troubleshoot that. Like, at least (laughs) with a a key, you can, like, turn it for a while and be like, it's making, like, a sound. Click, click sound. Yeah, it's it's the the battery. battery. Or it's the fucking starter or whatever. Like, any of those things. Nope. You just push the button and, like, nothing happens. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do Did you do the fob thing where you put the fob on the button? I did the fob thing. I did. I held it down for a long time. I mashed the brake. Apparently that's a thing. I was on Google. I was on fucking all of the things. So I eventually have to call AAA. Yeah. Which is like roadside service. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if AAA is a thing like fucking In other places. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. So I have to call whatever roadside thing. And so I do and I have my hood up. I'm in the parking lot at fucking T-Ball. Yeah. Kids are strapped into the back. I opened the back doors because there was a breeze, and I was like, you guys stay, stay strapped. Up. Yeah, because, like, I'm not trying to chase you guys, but, like, you can be 
yeah I'll have a breeze whatever yeah, you could fucking live yeah you and get then, oxygen and they had snacks for after t-ball and everybody go. packs the my baby girl one too because yeah. they're like well she's cute and so they both had like fucking cheez-its fruit snacks capri suns i was like you guys go nuts back there yeah live your best life yeah i'm up here and i had the hood up and so every dude that you're was like, like walking yep. by was like engines there <laughs> literally i'm like oh okay so um <laughs> the fuck am I supposed to do with this? No I, my plan was like, I don't know, to unhook the battery and hook it back up or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have no tools. So <laughs> jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> yeah, I literally tried. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then I just like left it up because I was like, they're going to have to open it anyway. Yeah. And they will ev- clearly find me here. <laughs> exactly. And so every dude that walked by would be like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. I, everything's fine here. Unless I you love- know how to fucking start a vehicle. Yeah. I love it. start. And everyone, no one knows how. And yeah. they're like, why won't it start? I'm like, I don't know. The push button doesn't work. And they're like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. yeah. I thought so, too. You want to keep walking, buddy? Yeah. So. <laughs> miss uh, me with that shit. <laughs> miss me with that shit. You're all so, angry. They're just trying to help. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Unless uh, you want to babysit my motherfucking kids and give me a goddamn break and bring me a coffee. <laughs> Exactly. Let's see like, my husband real quick. Do you have more Capri Suns in your pockets? <laughs> Keep walking. You got a fucking Nintendo Switch up your ass? <laughs> yeah, dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally just trying to help. <laughs> so I called AAA and they were like, what is it? And I was like, I don't know, battery or other, right? Like, yeah. you fucking have to do all that shit online. So then a tow truck driver pulls up. He's for someone else in the fucking lot. And oh, we, what are the odds? Yeah, we make eye contact. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, clearly fucking not. Yeah. And then no. He, yeah, he came over and was like, what happened? And I told him what happened. And he was like, oh, it's because your car is not in park. And I was like, thank you. you. Just walk away, sir. Like, you're stupid. My you're, car was in park. Oh, How else would I have turned it off? Yeah. Then he forced my car out of park into neutral. And I was like, pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Oh, my God. But okay. <laughs> Why would he do that if it was in park because <laughs> uh, he was just like oh well good news is that you can get it in neutral so we can tow it away and I was like wasn't worried about that but thank you yeah, for that and then he couldn't start it he went back to his own thing my AAA guy came and then he was like alright what's going on and they knew each other somehow so oh, they were like they're hey probably all besties. guy yeah, yeah they were like the same company yeah. and so then together as teammates they worked on my car and by that I mean they looked at it and they were like what happened and he's like I tried this pulling it out of park and then the other guy <laughs> I was put like that shit in neutral bitch yeah and then the other guy was like oh i'm gonna test the battery he tested the battery which was brand fucking new because it, i replaced it like a month ago i was ago. gonna ask do, like don't they test it yeah yeah that one did so he tested the battery and it was brand new and it should have been brand new because i just bought it like a fucking month ago and mm-hmm. then um, so it was like full charge we're good yeah perfect and he's like it's not your battery and i was like cool and then he said he's gonna unplug my battery and why and then like to reset it so he's oh, going to unplug gonna it. going to reset it. Which we're... was my thought. Like, you got to fucking jiggle the fucking battery around, right? So mm-hmm. he's going to reset it or whatever. So he unplugged the battery, and then I look at my screen that says push the fucking brake and push the start, and that'll start it, was still on. You want to know why? Because my car has two batteries. Oh. Uh-oh. Why it has two batteries, I don't fucking know. But it does. The other battery, you have to, like, take off a wheel or something to get to it. So that's, that's the one that starts the start. <laughs> we call that a house battery. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So then the guy had my battery unhooked, and I was like, hey, man, the screen is still on. Like, you didn't take the battery off. Yeah, like, that's not the appropriate battery. And he looked at me like I was dumb, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to stop talking then now. Oh, God. (laughs) Because I don't fucking know. I obviously don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. And you 
know a little bit more than I do, and you have tools, so fine. Yeah, have fun. Good luck. Yeah. I'll sit here. Yeah. And Are then the kids he- still in the back of the car? Yeah, at this point I had unbuckled them, and they were just running wild in the back. They were having a great time. My older kid kept going, I'd like to leave now. And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> Me fucking too. <laughs> I'd like to leave now. Uh, mother, I'd like to leave now. Mother, I'd like to leave now. <laughs> so then, long story short, that guy didn't know what it was either. And also, he wasn't a tow truck guy. So then he was like, you got to call a tow truck. And I was like, cool, thanks. So then I called a tow truck, and then Isn't I had to wait. Isn't that what AAA does? Yeah, they do but they were just there for the battery. Like, he assumed that he would oh. just have to charge the battery and go. So oh. he wasn't actually a tow truck. So then I had to wait for the tow truck. Meanwhile, I'm in my neighborhood which is blood territory. Yeah. And I have been watching these two guys over here just fucking be the peanut gallery the yeah. whole time. Like, they've been watching me this whole time. They're like, I like your hair. And I was like, thanks, man. I like your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> just please let me be. I I don't know, Or man. fix it. Or take it all away. I yeah, don't care. Yeah, One or the like, other. Do you know how to fix this? Yeah. Do any of your buddies know how to fix this? Can you help me? Yeah. No? Okay. Then don't talk. Yeah. So then the tow truck guy finally came, and he was like, okay, I'm going to push your car. Like, he put the car in neutral, and then he's like, I'm going to push it. You got to steer it. And I was like, no problem. Mashing the brakes while he's doing it, because for some reason he's pushing my car. I didn't Stop realize it. it until after. Stop it. <laughs> He was pushing my car, and I was like, let's go slower. (laughs) I was literally mashing the brakes while he's pushing my car. He could see that, though. Like, your brake lights are lighting up, right? No, he was in front. Oh, okay. He was pushing it from the front. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) We were going too fast for my liking. (laughs) Slow it down. And then I had to, like, steer it, which is fucking not power steering. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like, cranking it, and now I'm getting closer to the fucking peanut gallery over here, right? Oh, God. And then I finally stop, and our friend Darcy came to pick me up, Mm -hmm. and she had pulled up next to them or whatever over there. And I stop, and I was tired. My arms fucking hurt, and so I look over at them like, God damn it, that was fucking hard. And they're like, yeah, princess, this is what not power steering is. And I'm like, oh, we're about to be best friends. And they're like, man, we're just trying to get high over here. And I was like, I want to be you. I want to be getting high over there. But now we're in this conversation together. (laughs) At any rate, long story short, fucking really, really long story, super short, is that uh, they took it to my mechanic. My mechanic was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know, man. It's the push button start and he was like all right no problem and then he's like i'm not gonna look at it today it was a saturday and it sat all of sunday and on monday he called me and he was like hey your car works and i was like oh what happened why what? does it how, what was it but what happened though yeah why did why does it work now he said the battery was dead and he charged the battery and then it worked the house battery or like the other battery just the battery he said the battery was dead I feel like it wasn't the battery. It wasn't the battery. It I feel like the battery. you said you want, that. You know why I know it wasn't the battery? No, I believe that the battery did die. Oh, okay. Because this whole time the fucking screen was on that mm-hmm. said like, hey man, do this oh, shit to start it. So okay. I guarantee you the battery died at some point over that, that whole time. day and yeah. night or whatever, or two nights and a day. I believe that the battery died. He charged the battery and that like reset it. And it started again. Oh, uh, no the battery literally drained. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What the no fuck? Idea. Yeah, that's interesting that it, like, the reset is what did it. Yeah. Maybe, I, was it, like, a fuse or something? Fucking no fucking idea. Weird. So then I got 
a day off of work and just a lot of grief and fucking stress and for nothing. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I heard about your car. What happened? And I'm like, fucking nothing. Nothing Everything's happened. Everything's fine. I told Lee today, I was like, oh, do you hear what happened with Aaron's car? And he's like, no. And I was like, probably battery? We don't know. <laughs> like, nothing <laughs> is wrong. It just works. And he's like, what? And nothing I'm like, happened. yeah, everything's fine. And he was like... It's not funny, but it's kind of funny like it, that it happened when Brandon was out of town and everything. Of course it did. Yeah. Of yeah. fucking course it did. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no man, right? And yeah. so I'm like, oh, this is fine. Until you have two screaming kids in the back of the car and it's a hot day and you just want to fucking be home because you've been a single mom forever. I just wanted to be home. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, on that lovely note, would you like to hear my episode for today? My mm, case? Murder. <laughs> yes, I would. All right. You Let know me tell this. You. Okay. So this week I'm going to tell you about Muriel Lindsay. All right. This two first name having lady. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to want to be nice to her because she turns out to be the victim. Oh, good. I put hearts on her name. Oh, it's like you know. Mm-hmm. I was uh, like, I hope she's not horrible. An asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Muriel was born in January of 1956 in Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay. She grew up in, like, a really nice neighborhood in West Vancouver, Ooh. along with her brother, Kent, and her parents, Eric and Marjorie Lindsay. Okay. Her father, Eric, was a celebrity photographer. No big fucking yeah, deal. nice. Uh-huh. And he worked for the Vancouver Sun while her mother was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Now, Is a celebrity photographer a paparazzi? I was just going to ask you that. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, it sounds really fancy, but, like... Was he like? It sounds like, especially if he works for something, The Sun. Yeah, it sounds like a magazine or like a tabloid or something. Yeah, that's maybe. like a. They pay for crotch shots of like you know Paris Hilton coming out of a club mm-hmm. at three in the morning. Yeah. So maybe, but also this is like in the fifty sixes. So I wonder if paparazzis had like a different standard then, because it sounds like they were making pretty good money. Like they lived in nice neighborhoods. I mean, I think they can make good money. If you're good that. at it. Yeah. Like, you get the nice shot. Mm-hmm. Got that good camera and you got that inside scoop, you know? There's a movie about paparazzis. Hmm. And it's, like, twisted as shit. And it's really good. Like, The Night Watcher or something like that. But, like, it's about people who, like, listen to the radios and shit for car accidents and stuff and beat the paramedics to the car accidents to take pictures. Ew. So it's kind of like, well, that's what happens. Like, that's a lot of what really happens. Like, paparazzis and stuff. Anyway, so... I don't know why. That makes me sad inside. Yeah, it's a really it's a really good movie, but it does make you sad. It, ge- it gives you a different perspective. Yeah. So they get paid a certain amount of money, like especially if you get the exclusive photo or if you can get it there first, then you get paid a shit ton of money. So that's how these people live. That's how they yeah. make their money. So that's what they do. Mm. But it's also like this whole ethical question, which I guess is like the whole thing behind paparazzis in general. Yeah. But I just watched a movie about it, so now I'm an expert. Obviously. I stayed at a Holiday Inn. I watch. <laughs> Anyway, on that rant. So back to Muriel here. Her family was doing pretty well for themselves. Mm -hmm. Her father's work eventually moved them to Toronto when Muriel was 12. Mm -hmm. But soon after the move, I think it was like two years or something, her parents ended up separating. And Muriel stayed with her father in Toronto while her mother and her brother moved back to Vancouver. So the family kind of split up. That sucks. I know. And when she was 18, she suffered a nervous breakdown. Now, I guess she started having, like, um, signs of, like, deteriorating mental health. I don't know what that means. I don't know what she was experiencing. But by the age of 18, she had a nervous breakdown. Okay. I'm curious what was going on in her life to cause that. But 
And everything that I can find out later on between her relationship with her father, it was that it was close and healthy. Like, it doesn't sound like she had a broken home. Like, it sounds almost like it literally was a mental health thing. Like, it was not controllable. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't because of her environment. But I don't know that for a fact. That's me speculating. She was diagnosed as borderline psychotic at the age of 18 around this time of her mental breakdown. She eventually ended up moving back to Vancouver to live with her mother to help her get in better health. Mm -hmm. And her mental health started to improve after she moved back in with her mom. Oh, good. She eventually moved out on her own out of her mom's house and she rented a home in a nice neighborhood in Vancouver. And this neighborhood was called Mole Hill. Okay. (laughs) Also, fun fact, this is like a really old neighborhood. Like these homes had been built a long, 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 long time ago. And like Vancouver was like building up around them. But it was kind of like, I forget what they call it, like a heritage home or something or neighborhood where like they're all technically like it's a historic property or whatever. Exactly. And I think what it was was like she was renting like maybe they made the home into apartments. Mm -hmm. Like you have two upstairs and two downstairs apartments. That's what I gathered from it because the picture of the home looks like a home. It looks like a really nice house, Mm -hmm. Uh, like kind of Victorian looking kind of architect. But anyway, so she's renting an apartment out of this home. Okay, makes sense. Whatever. And she's living on her own and she gets her life together. She's been living in Vancouver for about 10 years at this point. And she gets a steady job at the postal service working as a mail sorter. Oh, good for her. Right? So she had a little bit of a rough bump there, but she gets her shit together. Yeah. In 1995, she ends up getting diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. Fucking right, man. I wonder if that's what, like, I wonder, I don't know what kind of cancer it was, but I wonder if maybe that was what caused the mental health issues. Yeah. Like if she had a tumor or something. Well, at this point, she's like 40 something. Oh, I don't even know. I didn't. Yeah. uh, Yeah. She's almost 40. Almost 40. Mm -hmm. Oof. Or maybe she is 40. But you're right around there. That's rough. Good math. Thank you. Quick and loose. You're welcome. Hard and fast. (laughs) Yeah. So so she gets diagnosed with cancer and she has to undergo chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. But this girl is some badass chick because she doesn't tell anybody at work what she's going through. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. She was like a private person. She didn't really tell anybody that she was suffering. She would go to chemotherapy appointments alone. (laughs) And then like obviously her hair fell out, but she still didn't tell people. She would hide it by wearing like her ball cap backwards. Like, so that I guess you couldn't see that she was balding. I don't know if she had a wig or what, but either which way, I don't know if people knew and they were onto her and just didn't talk about Mm -hmm. it, but she did not bring it up. She just lived her life. Damn, that's fucking strong. Uh, It's so sad, too. You just want to hold her and be like, do you need a break? Yeah. (laughs) I'll give you a break. Because myself, I'm like, I have to pee. And and it's like every 45 seconds Mm -hmm. if I actually have to pee. Like if I had cancer, fucking everyone. People in the grocery store would know. I'd be like, can I cut you? (laughs) I have cancer. I don't have much time. I don't have much time to waste (laughs) in this line. Ma'am, you're fine. Dude, we better never get cancer because 100% that's exactly what we're going to do. And then nobody is going to want to help us. Nobody's going to have any sympathy for us. Oh, my God. They're going to be like, I hope she dies. God, let her die already. (laughs) Someone take her from this world. (laughs) Miserable woman. (sighs) Only no. Listen. Okay. So, like I said, she's a badass chick. Doesn't tell anybody what's going on. That's crazy to me. Right? I know. I know. Especially people I work with. I overshare. I know that I overshare. (laughs) Everything. But, like, god damn. Uh-huh. That's a big one. The people that you work with are, like, a secondhand fucking family. You spend more time with them than your family. Yeah. 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 
Crazy. So she goes through chemotherapy for like a full year and she ends up beating cancer. Holy shit. Hell yeah. You can't come in all stoked one day and be like, fuck yeah. Got to ring the bell, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I brought cupcakes and people are like, for what? You're like, <laughs> well, I beat cancer. Oh, God. That's I crazy. I didn't care about you enough to tell you or trust you. <laughs> like, I'm sure it wasn't that she didn't care, though. It was probably more like. I don't want anybody to know. I know what's going on. you don't want people to pity you or yeah. something. I don't know, man. That's fucking rough. I know it is. Now, around the time that she beats the cancer, she started telling people at work, her coworkers, that she was starting to experience things that she called stalking. She was like, "I think somebody's stalking me." Uh oh. Which is interesting that she didn't want to share her health, but. She was like, something's fucking creeping me out. And so she confided in her coworkers that I think somebody's stalking me. Mm. Um, she said that it all started when one of her two beloved cats went missing. No. Disappeared. No, 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 no. She went around her neighborhood and she was hanging up flyers looking <gasps> for her lost cat. And she left like her phone number on the flyers, but didn't put like her address or anything. And then one day she That's comes good. home. Yeah, I know. Smart. <laughs> and then one day she comes home. And she finds a note had been slipped under her apartment door. Nope. Yep. Nope. And this note said something along the lines of that this person writing the letter had found her cat and had to take the cat to the vet or something. And now Muriel owed this person the money for the vet bill. Okay, leave it at the vet. I'll go pay the vet. Yeah, like where's my fucking cat, right? Yeah. But – she is creeped out by this letter. She's not, like, having any kind of hope, like, oh, yeah, they definitely have my cat. But she's like, okay, this person, one, knows my cat is missing and also knows where I live. So yeah. now I think that this person took my cat. <gasps> Were they inside cats? Nothing was inside cats in 95. Mm, I They might have been inside cats. Maybe. I don't really know. That's creepy. Right? Especially if you're not putting your address on it. Like, um, sir. Yeah, like, how the fuck do you know I live here? Yeah. So, like, spoiler alert, she never gets the cat back. Aww. And Muriel confides in her brother that she suspects that, like I said, the person who wrote the note probably stole the cat. Or she thinks that somebody had stolen her cat. Oh. Like, the cat didn't run away. She thinks somebody stole it. That's sad. Which is creepy because especially if it's an indoor cat, like, somebody had to have been inside of your house then or your apartment to get that cat. Yeah. So what the fuck? She was super creeped out by the whole cat incident that she filed a police report saying, oh. like, hey, I think somebody stole my cat. I'm getting fucking weird notes. How do they know where I live? And now my cat's missing. Like, this fucking, this is creepy, right? Oh, I don't like that. Exactly. Like, she's startled enough that something is up. She then started to receive weird anonymous letters in the mail. And she also started to get the newspaper delivered to her house, along with two different magazine subscriptions started showing up in her mail. That she didn't subscribe to? She did not subscribe to. It's like somebody had signed her up for these subscriptions. Uh -huh. Like it had her name on the publications and stuff, like uh -huh. whatever, like as she is the subscriber to this shit. Yeah. But like she did not do it. And then when she checked the accounts, it was tied to her credit card. Oh, that's not good. That's fucking weird, right? So someone was using her credit card and signing her up for random subscriptions. And her name and her address? Mm-hmm. Or are they just like, I think she'll like this. <laughs> like, why? Isn't that weird? If you steal my credit card, you would think that you're going to buy stuff for you, not for yeah, me. Yeah, like, what the hell? Like, are you just fucking, is it a mind game? But also, not to be an asshole, and I hope this doesn't come off as, like, a jerk, but I immediately was a little suspicious when I was reading this. I was like, but, like, she just had chemo. She had a history of mental health. Like, I wonder 
wonder if she's not remembering that she oh, did this. signing up for something. And then now she's creeping herself out. Like, you've heard, have yeah. you ever heard those stories? Like, somebody started finding weird notes around their house and they were getting all creeped out and it turned out to be them. No. Oh, <laughs> it's like this whole sticky note thing. Like, this guy was leaving himself sticky notes because he kept forgetting shit and he was creeped out because he's finding these random sticky notes that didn't make any sense. And it was like this <laughs> whole thing and it turned out to be him leaving himself the sticky notes and he had like a... Like a brain tumor or something? Yeah, something going on. Oh, my God. But they didn't know that that's what was going on. So immediately, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So anyway, big, uh, I guess possibly. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. It could have been because I don't don't know if I was going to steal someone's credit card. I wouldn't be like, you know what she's going to like? Pioneer woman. Yeah, but also if somebody's stealing your fucking cat and leaving weird notes under your door and stuff, maybe they're there just for the mind fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when people break in and they just take like... Your remote control or whatever. Yeah, like to fucking shift everything slightly to the right. Yeah, <laughs> rearrange your furniture. Another weird thing that happened was that someone also made a donation to the United Way in her name. What is I that? I don't know what that is. I oh. should have Googled that. Somebody, if you guys know what the United Way is, let us know. Sounds like a health organization I was or thinking something. it sounded like Salvation Army or something, you know? Like, yeah, I was thinking like either military veteran or health thing. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think know. it was like a $100 donation, though. In her name, but again, used her credit card to make the donation. Mm, okay. So that's that's weird. weird. Right? Again, Muriel is freaked out by all of this. Yeah. And she files a police report being like, there's something fucking weird going on. I think somebody's stalking me and fucking around with me. Then one day, her father was visiting her in Vancouver, and they were out for a walk. They had just gone to a park or something, and they were coming back to her apartment when all of a sudden Muriel spotted an older man with, like, grayish hair or white hair. Mm-hmm. And Muriel started to look uncomfortable and walk faster, kind of like in a trot, like started running ahead, basically. Like, they, her dad was not keeping pace with her. She fucking took off, and she's Uh-oh. like, what the fuck? And this man started chasing after her what? and was calling her name. Oh, like, no. Muriel, Muriel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Muriel was like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Fuck so, this shit. I'm out. That's right. And so they get back to Muriel's apartment and her dad's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, what just happened? And she just kind of shrugged it off. Like, I don't know how you shrug that off, but I guess she did it in a way to where her dad didn't press any further or I'm sure he was still concerned, but like nothing ever came of it. Like he didn't have an answer as to why she fucking booked it or why she was creeped out by this guy or what was going on or who that guy even was. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Super weird. Also, if I was with my dad and someone started doing that, I would not run away from my dad. No, no, I wouldn't either. I'd be like, dad, help. Go beat him up. Yeah. Save me. Yeah. (laughs) Go be my dad. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, if she saw somebody and invoked enough fear that that was, like, her knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. I don't know. I just, my dad's my safe space, I guess. For so sure. I'd be like, mm must stay behind you or, like, put, yeah. put you between me and that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Yeah. You're big and scary. Protect yeah. me. <laughs> Evidently, that was not her knee-jerk reaction. Instead, she was like, get the fuck away. And then she brushed it off. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Another weird thing is that this house that Muriel was renting... I guess there was other rooms that they were subletting or shared apartments. Like I said, like this house was either shared apartments or there's subletting rooms. There was some sort of weird scenario going on there where the landlord would invite everybody to dinner on Sunday nights. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they were literally just in rooms, separate rooms of the same house, or if they had separate entrances or what. I assume they're separate entrances. Okay. But... Um, I've seen them do houses like that where they, like, have separate 
everything's pretty much separated or like locked inside themselves or whatever. But like there's one main entrance Mm. with like a stairwell or hallway or whatever that like goes off or breaks off. Yeah, maybe that's what this was. So in this house, there were two other neighbors or roomies Mm -hmm. that Muriel had. And like I said, once a week they would all have dinner together. But she didn't really like these two other roomies and they were guys. It was one guy by the name of... Juan, and he was from Mexico, and legit, that's all we really know about the guy. Okay. Um, The other man was a man by the name of Jerry, and he lived above Muriel, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Still not very relevant, I don't think. They all lived in pretty close quarters, but... Yeah, same building. Yeah, on several occasions, Muriel had mentioned that the guys creeped her out, and she didn't like them. She was like, fuck... Sunday dinners. Like, mm. I do not want to go to this. And yeah. she lived by them. Mm. She that t- sucks. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Not even feeling safe in your own home? Yeah. Ugh. She told her dad that she had suspected that one of the men had somehow gotten a key to her apartment. Fuck that. And had made a copy of it. Fuck that. So she was, like, super spooked, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would be... change my fucking locks. Well, she wrote a letter to her dad saying that she had planned to have the locks replaced on her door and that she wasn't going to give the landlord a copy of the key. Like, she didn't want anybody to have a copy of the key because it's fucking creepy. Yeah. She said that she had suspected that they were letting themselves into her home. <gasps> I hate it. And taking her belongings. Fuck that. Because things were going missing. A cat. And yeah. also her jeans. Like, random things were just missing. And she the was fuck? like, yeah, like, something's going on. Were they the same size? <laughs> you just see Juan walking around in her, like, fucking bell bottoms or some shit. <laughs> Bedazzled bo- pockets and shit. He's like, no, these are mine. <laughs> She's like, those are literally, like, high waters on you, bro. <laughs> those are mine. So she also said that one night she woke up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. because she heard the door opening to her apartment. What the fuck? And when she got up to look, Juan was walking <gasps> up the stairs or, like, on the stairs in her apartment. Which I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know if, like, maybe like you said, it's a shared door or something. But he had to have had a key to get into her apartment. Oh, my God. And then maybe maybe it was like a landing where you took the stairs up. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 But Uh, she woke up and saw Juan in her fucking apartment at three in the morning. Oh, that's terrifying. Hard pass. Hard Hard pass. pass. Actually, it says Juan was walking down the stairs. So I wonder if he had been in her apartment and was leaving. Like, I don't know if she ever confronted him. Jerry lived above her, right? Yeah. So how was she upstairs or downstairs? It could have been three level. Yeah, I don't really know. Maybe Jerry didn't live above her. Listen, there's really not that much information on this case that I could find. I had to listen to another, basically, a podcast and piece together, like, Reddit information and stuff. Yeah. So I could have that wrong. Mm. But either way... Home dude's in her apartment, not fucking cool. Don't like that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, she's still getting these weird letters in the mail, right? Like, she's getting weird fucking subscriptions, whatever, and also letters. Mm-hmm. And it had gotten so bad, and it upset her so much that she eventually had her mail forwarded to her mom, like her oh. mom's house. Like, mom, you vet these. Like, I don't want to see this shit. This is creeping me out. I don't want to look at my mail anymore. It's scaring me and making me feel unsafe. Oh. Yeah. And so her mom was like gating all of that shit and she would like see them and read them. Right. That's like not it's not fixing the problem. I know. I know. But also like like, I feel like I would do that. Like side out of mind. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't want to. Well, because I guess if you think about it, like the letters, I don't know, but they I get they're not saying that they're threatening. It's more that just they're creepy. Yeah. So she's like, I just don't want to see them. 
But you okay. see them and you let me know if I need to be freaked out. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Ugh, I hate it too. I hate it so much. You can forward your mail to me if you ever start getting creepy letters. You already forward the mail. Like, that's what the P.O. box is for. You're in charge of the P.O. box. Fair. Touche. I forgot. Have I'm already had on anything? top of this. No, not recently. Oh, how sad. I know. You know what I was thinking? This is so random, but we used to get so many handwritten letters. Like, we have them all up there. We did. I feel like it's been a while. Was that just because we were handwriting letters people to people also? No. Mm-mm. People just it. used to love us. They still do. They just tell us on social media instead. It could have also been Christmas. Maybe. That we got yeah. a lot. Maybe that's what it was. But I was looking at those the other day, and I was like... <sighs> Yeah. Our <laughs> anyway. little corkboard of love. Oh, it's like overflowing. I love I it. I'm so proud of it. Anyway, okay, so back to this. Yeah. So she's having her mail forwarded to her mom's house, right? Yeah. She eventually decided that this was all too much. Living in this house, having the creepy neighbors, all the mail, her missing cat, all of this shit. And she's yeah. like, I'm moving the fuck out of this house. Yeah. So Valid she would went- <laughs> fucking choice. Yes. Great idea. So she goes apartment hunting mm-hmm. and she finds one that she liked. And this is like early 1996 time frame, like in January or something. Okay. She finds one that she likes and she signs a lease and she's supposed to move in at the end of February into this new apartment. Okay. And so she's starting to pack up, get her shit together, doing her thing, right? Right. 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 <laughs> Got yep. It. Now it's the last week of January and her mom, Muriel's mom, gets another letter in the mail, obviously addressed to Muriel, but forwarded to her mom. Mm-hmm. And this letter says, quote, hi, scum. Ew. Yeah. Rude. You are now 40. We hope and pray that you start acting like an adult and not like a teenager. We also hope. I don't know. We also hope you stop smoking. You stink. Listen, I'm not trying to make light of it, but like I literally, this has to be a kid, right? Yeah, like, but like my kid wrote that. It reminds me of, dear Darla, (laughs) I hate your stinking guts. Right? You make me want to (laughs) vomit. Love alfalfa. I don't know the rest of it, but you you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Hi, scum. Yeah. You're 40 now. Got him. You stink. Also, she's not quite 40, if my math is correct. Hmm. I don't, what month was she born in? I don't know, but wasn't it like 50-something? Like well, it was definitely 56, and now we're 96, but we're in January of 96. I don't know what month she was born oh, in. Oh, 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 okay. Wait, so she what if it 40. is her birthday? She was born in January of 56. <gasps> was it for her birthday they sent this letter? So she's 40. Fucking weirdos. So she's 40. Who knows that she has a birthday? Maybe the neighbor's. They fucking suck. They do suck. They also probably would have issues with her smoking or stinking. Mm, maybe. Perhaps. Put them putting down. So her mom keeps the letter from Muriel because she's like, she doesn't need to know this shit, right? Don't worry about this. Yeah. On February 16th, 1996, Muriel worked her shift as a mail sorter and she got off at like midnight or some shit like that. And Ugh. she walked home with a coworker because this is what they did all of the time. And they lived in the same neighborhood and they would reach there was like this hospital in the neighborhood and it was a couple blocks away from each person's home. And that's where they would part ways and go to their own homes. Don't like that. I know you don't like that, but you also know where the story's going to go. Yeah, I know. But like Mm -hmm. especially in a time like this. In a yeah, in a time like this where you may or may not have someone watching you and Uh also at midnight and also a couple blocks. It's like two blocks. That's far. They could probably see it. Like you probably like, oh, I could hear. Mm -mm. He yelled. That's far. Yeah. That's far. Yeah, I guess. 
But it's what they did, right? Yeah. So they go their different ways, each go home, right? Yeah. Now, the next day rolls around and Muriel's mom gets worried because she never gets a phone call from her daughter and she missed her shift at work. Uh-oh. So per usual with these things, it sounds like... Muriel called her mom every day. She was a pretty reliable person, obviously wouldn't just miss work. So it brought up some red flags for her mom. Mm -hmm. Plus, her mom's reading these fucking creepy-ass letters, probably like, oh, shit, I'm scared. Yeah, you will call me when you get home. Yeah, exactly. From your midnight fucking shift where you walk a couple blocks alone. Yeah. So her mom gets so creeped out that she calls the dad, now her ex, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like the middle of the night or something when she was worried. I don't really know how the timing works, but literally was worried enough that didn't give a shit what time it was like I am calling and we're gonna fucking figure this out and the oh, dad shit. was like don't worry about it it's probably nothing like you're okay and then the more that they talked about it he was like okay yeah we should probably have somebody go check on her like that it'll just be better if we just go check on her yeah so her mom decides to go check on her and I think she gets a friend to come with her or something like that and she gets to Muriel's apartment and finds that the door is locked Mm-hmm. So she gets the landlord and asks her to use her spare key to unlock the door, and she does so. But after they unlock it, they can't push the door open. Something's jamming the door shut. Oh, my God, no. 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 So her mom shoves the door open, mm. and lying on the floor, crumpled on the ground, is her daughter, <sighs> who was clearly deceased, who had been bludgeoned to death. Oh, my God. And her body was blocking the door. She had to shove her poor kid's body out of the way to get in. So many questions. So many questions. First of all, yeah, was there another entrance exit? I don't know. Like, okay, let's say that she's upstairs because remember Juan was walking down the stairs. So I'm like, uh, does that mean she lives upstairs? Let's say she's upstairs. Then you got to figure there's probably only one entryway. Yeah. Like you don't have a, especially if it was like a house converted. There's yeah. not like a back door. Yeah. Even if you're on the first floor, I guess there could be a back door. I guess you could do windows. Like you could leave a window. But like, why would you choose to leave the window? So my other thought is that if someone was in there waiting for her or whatever, ambushed her, Mm -hmm. killed her, maybe she wasn't dead. (gasps) And then they left. And she crawled to the door. door. Yeah. And then she crawled to the door and that's where she eventually died. I wish I had more answer for you because like I don't have any reports on like what the crime scene looked like or anything like that. She was bludgeoned to death. And it says specifically like her face and her larynx were bludgeoned, which is weird because isn't that just your neck? Yeah. Like your throat. Yeah. Like why is so like who beats a throat? I don't know. It was kind of weird. Like I thought that oh. was kind of odd. But that's all you hear. So you imagine it's got to be a bloody crime scene, right? Yeah. But I wonder if she did. That's a really good point because I was like, what a weird fucking spot to leave a body. Yeah, that's kind of I mean, unless there's another entrance exit area, that's kind of the only thing I could think cuz how else would they have gotten out? Well, yeah, unless like they literally ambushed her the moment she walked in because she was still wearing her work clothes. Yeah, but then how would they have gotten out? If they like jumped out the window or something. Like if they yeah, had come yeah. in through the window, then they left out the window. Yeah, like I nobody suppose. could see. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, I hate that. Oh, I hate it too. But blunt force trauma was the cause of her death, but they couldn't determine what instrument was used to bludgeon her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't mm. that interesting? Police suspect her killer was waiting inside for her, like in her apartment, waiting for her to return home. So they knew her routine. How did no one else in the house hear? Well, that's another thing. Okay, so I guess on this day, her roomie Jerry had been throwing a party, so it would have been loud. Like, 
you wouldn't have heard a scuffle. And mm. the police questioned the neighbors if they had heard anything like out of the ordinary. And everybody was like, nope, everything seemed normal. But if you're having a party and you can't hear, then. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's fucking rough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like I said, obviously the police questioned the neighbors and everything, mm-hmm. and they never really came up with any suspects, which is weird to me because, or they, like, the neighbors were like, oh, we didn't hear anything. Everything was fine. But that's the police weird to me. were like, cool, case yeah. closed. Yeah, but, like, out of all of this, the only people I suspect are her neighbors at this point. So, yeah. like, which neighbors did you talk to? What yeah. did they say? Are you questioning these motherfucking neighbors? Because she was creeped out by them. Yeah, it was fucking Mrs. Purple in the kitchen. Yeah, fucking Mr. Payne. Reservoir dogs. With a candlestick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know. And I don't know if the police work is shoddy or what or if they just don't have that much to go off of. But um, if your neighbors are probably the biggest suspects, if they're like, we didn't hear anything, like how reliable is that? Yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, OK. Yeah, thanks. So I guess cool, good you- to know. <laughs> So, okay, here's some weird, fucking weird thing, okay? Okay. A few days after the murder, detectives were in Muriel's home doing their detective-like work, right? (laughs) Detecting. Fucking (laughs) Yep. Uh, I'll I'll be in the corner detecting, Bob. Don't Uh, come over to this corner. I think I got a hit over here with my (laughs) detector. (laughs) Okay, so they're in the house, and they hear something odd coming from, like, the kitchen area. And Mm -hmm. then they go and they inspect... And it turns out to be Muriel's cat was trapped under the fridge or trapped by the fridge or something like that. But not the cat that had been missing, her other cat. Mm -hmm. And it was placed in such a way that somebody had to have put the cat there. Like the cat didn't get stuck there. Are you sure? So I don't necessarily believe that a cat has to be placed anywhere for someone to be like, it's impossible for it to get here otherwise because cats defy all logic and science. They're like amoebas. Yeah, they're just shapes. Like they are liquid and also a gas somehow. Like they can get into fucking anything weird places yeah i have seen clips of like people lifting up cinder blocks and cats just running out and there was like an inch of room and somehow they lived in that thing for like a month i don't know that i'm just telling you what the detectives said they said that that cat was placed in a way that only a human could have put the cat there i think that detective doesn't have a cat but like why would a cat go behind the fridge cats are dumb and also a lot of detectives are in the house maybe this cat wasn't about people or other people. And so then other people came in. Also, first of all, the cat just witnessed a murder. (laughs) Cat sketched, right? Like, he doesn't want anything to do with this. And then a bunch of random people are in his house. Yeah. Who wouldn't go in the fridge or behind the fridge? It sounded like the cat was trapped. Of course, cats can get them. My cat got herself trapped behind the fucking dryer. Why would a cat go back there? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. I don't know that my cat's ever gotten trapped somewhere that I was surprised by. There was no reason for this cat to go. It's my dryer right now where it is. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. reason for it to go back there. Chasing bugs. It does not concern me that a cat was behind a fridge. Okay. I thought it was kind of weird, but also I can't piece it to anything. Like, why? I just think the cat was skeeved out because there was a lot of strangers in its house and it had just witnessed a murder. It was that like, I'm going behind the fucking fridge. That makes sense because it'd be really fucking weird for somebody to bludgeon someone to death and then take a cat and be like, aha, I'll stick it behind this fridge. You're going behind the fridge. But everything I read was like, it had to have been placed there by a human. Also, have you ever tried to put a cat in a place that it doesn't want to go? 
That guy's going to leave DNA on the scene. Oh, there, how is there not DNA everywhere? And like that, that cat would be like, fuck you and fuck this fridge. Yeah. I'm going to scratch your eyes out. Oh, I just imagine the sound of a cat up. scratching metal and it freaks me out. Yeah. You try to put your cat in a shower, it yeah. turns into like four feet wide because yeah. its arms can spread really far. Yeah. You're making suddenly. a lot of really good points. I'm telling you. Yeah. That cat was not placed there. So maybe the cat has nothing to do with this. I think the cat has nothing. Other than he's a witness to murder. Yeah. I just, it caught my eye because at first when I heard this story, I thought it was her cat, the one that had been missing, and I thought mm. it was found dead behind oh. the fridge. And I was like, well, <laughs> how the fuck did you miss that? You know? <laughs> that started to smell. <laughs> That's what the stinky note was about. <laughs> it's not the smoking. Oh, my God. Okay, so also, shortly after the murder, the shady neighbor Juan, he moves back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Now, what's weird is when he leaves, he cleans out his apartment so well that there's not a single fingerprint left behind. Okay, well, that's just good housekeeping. Is it? <laughs> well, then I started thinking, like, oh, okay, if you hired a maid to come clean your house so that you don't have to pay for whatever, like, would they inadvertently wipe away all of your fingerprints if they're good? Yes, but also, where did the police look for the fingerprints? Because, like, my fingerprints are on this wall, uh-huh. but, like, would the police dust the walls for prints, or are they just dusting, sure. like, the counters and the doorknobs? Because that's where people touch, but also that's where someone would clean. Like, yeah. and I wipe down the doorknobs and the fucking counters, because that's gross, because that's where people touch. Yeah, I don't know how extensive their search was of this apartment, but... It was, like, the fridge handle? The article... <laughs> says that it was wiped clean. Wiped clean. Hmm. Not a fingerprint in sight. Hmm. Pretty suspicious, Juan. Yeah. All right. What the fuck, Juan? All right. Now, Eric, her father, thinks Mm -hmm. that Juan is the person who killed her daughter. Oh, Jesus. He says that Muriel had mentioned to her father that Juan had threatened to kill her in the past. Oh. And every time Muriel would confide these things into her father, into, to her father, and even the weird things that Jerry did. Uh-huh. Like every time she would bring these two men up, Muriel's dad would be like, You need to file a police report. Like, we need to do something about this. This like it was is not that bad. Okay. Yeah, it was that bad. Well, I mean, Juan threatened to kill her. And well, she told her dad that. Yeah. Okay. But like, did the landlord know? I don't really know. But again, was it Muriel like, was kind of a private person. So maybe she's yeah, confiding but, in her dad because she's scared but doesn't want to do anything. Because every time he'd be like, you need to call the police, she'd be like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to ruffle feathers? Yeah, but I, but I feel like imagine. the landlord needs to know if the tenants are threatening fucking violence on each other. <sighs> like, the landlord is the person you're supposed I to I can tell. kind of relate to this. Because one time I was renting from a place and there was a creepy neighbor that really fucking creeped me out. And I didn't want – if you would have asked me to call the police, I wouldn't have either. Like I would have been like, no, no, no. That seems like pretty excessive. He's just giving me out. Like he's just weird. And yeah, then, but you did tell the landlord about it. And yeah. he was like, oh, that's just Jack. Exactly. Or the brushed fuck that it off. Game was. Yeah. Just brushed it off. And I'm like, well, Jack's trying to wear my skin, bro. So yeah. like I want the fuck out of your house. Jack popped up in my backyard when no one was around. It's so scary. Yeah. That was when I think back on that, I'm like, oh, my God. That was terrifying. It was. I'm like, okay, you can get the fuck out of And that plumber, when he, like, came to fix something and he was talking to the dude like it was his house, that plumber got so freaked out. Oh, yeah. He, like, pulled me to the side and he was like, you need to be careful. Like, I'm not going to leave you alone with this guy. And I still would have been like, no, don't call the cops. Everything's fine. My roommates are going to be home in, like, six hours. Yeah, let me tell you my exact schedule so you know (laughs) when I'll be home alone. Yeah. Fucking idiot. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Anyway, so like I said, Eric thinks Juan did that shit. The theory is that, you know, Jerry had the party that night, so nobody Juan would have known that Jerry's having the party. And Juan obviously had access to her apartment to, like, sit and wait for her to get home and knew her schedule because he mm-hmm. was so close to her. Yeah. And so he would have known, like, okay, you know, tonight is a good night to do the deed because no one's going to hear because mm. Jerry's having a party and Juan had repeatedly threatened her. Eric's whole theory is that maybe Muriel had learned something about Juan that Juan didn't want her to know or something. And he had been kind of controlling her in some way, shape or form by fear, you know, saying like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And then she had decided to move and he was no longer going to have control of her or have easy access to her. So he killed her like almost like a loose end. Yeah. That's yeah. Eric's theory anyway. Okay. Now, I wonder what would have been so fucking detrimental that she I knew. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It is super weird. Now, the police say that they've gone down every lead and every avenue. And Even they, one? Well, that's Back in thing. Mexico? Uh, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't. It's a country They away. never publicly come out and say, like, yes, we fully investigated and have no longer suspect him. Mm-hmm. I think he's still considered a suspect along with Jerry. There's just no evidence. They don't even know what tool was used to beat her. Like, they Mm. don't have much evidence. And Muriel's dad has been open about how upset he has been over how the public, like, has handled her murder because the he feels basically like the police obviously haven't solved it. Yeah. And then he was saying that the newspapers and stuff didn't really pick it up. Like, nobody is outraged that her murder is unsolved all of these years. Oh, no. She never really got a lot of attention and every like anniversary or whatever, he tries to bring light to her murder to try to help bring some sort of resolution or invoke some sort of like re-interest in the case. Yeah. But it's just not happening. And he's like pissed. Is he still around? You know, I didn't check. Oh. Didn't check. He's a celebrity photographer. I feel like he would have some kind of an in with like an article you or would like think. a journal or something that you could be like, yo, pick up this shit. You would think, but also maybe it, some of it just has to be like genuine interest. growth interest. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So the police openly say that they think that the stalking is related to her murder, like the whole letters that she was getting and all the weird shit. They think it's all related. Do they have fingerprints from those letters? I don't know what they have. And also Juan and Jerry's fingerprints? Yeah. Like, even if he didn't leave a print, you could be like, hey, man. Well, I guess he's in Mexico now, so they can't. So You can, though. You can fly down and be like, hello, I would like your fingerprints, please, to check on this murder back here. And they'd be like, what's his name, Juan? Fucking good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Fair enough. But I assumed they had a first and last, maybe like, you know, a forwarding address. <laughs> I don't really know. And how can you know if it's real? I mean, honestly. You go down there and you say, I would like your fingerprints. Put them on this. Oh, oh, oh. But the guy's gone. You go to Mexico is what I mean. Oh, I mean. Do your fucking you know? job internationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there could, yeah, there could have been some better police work in the beginning. I don't know what they have. I don't know what kind of evidence they have or anything like that. Or if they even know Juan's real name or first or last name or whatever. Like, if he was doing some shady shit, he could have been lying this whole Where's time. Where's Jerry at? I don't you fucking know his friends? Jerry either. Are but there although Jerry, on the letters? Jerry probably had an alibi if he was having a party. Fair. Yeah. So that, I think that's why Juan is like the biggest suspect. I don't really fucking know. Juan wasn't it's, at the party? Tifty. Mm-hmm. Well, Juan was busy. Allegedly. Maybe. Juan was busy, allegedly. Supposedly. Uh, yeah. But that's, we still don't know. Like, there's there's not no a lot of. conclusion. There's no conclusion. There's not a lot of information on her case. Like, you can't easily Google her fucking case files or anything like that. Well, I hate it. She literally was beaten to death. Ugh. It doesn't seem like there's any motive. She was a nice gal. 
wasn't involved in any shady shit, kind of kept to herself. I guess that we know. She beat fucking cancer. That sucks. And then a year later was murdered. That sucks. That really sucks. I, but like like you were saying, what could be so detrimental? Yeah, like what could be so fucking, I don't know, important that you know about someone else? And what is the motive to take the cat or to break into her house and take her random shit like jeans or whatever? Like what would be that motive? Maybe he was uh, experimenting with. He was going to steal her identity. <gasps> maybe she, maybe like he did. Like wearing women's clothing. Maybe he stole her identity. And he started with a cat. And her credit card and Pioneer Woman magazine. And Pioneer Woman and her jeans and then ultimately killed her and is going to go assume her life somewhere. In Mexico. Yeah. Maybe. So there's a Muriel Lindsay running around. See, I'm thinking what if he was experimenting with wearing women's clothing and she was like, hey, man, those are my jeans. And he was like, she knows too much because this was a different time and that wasn't as like widely accepted, you know? Could be, I guess, but like to murder someone seems a little intense. I think anything to murder someone with is a little intense. Like, true. Any reason isn't really a good reason. Yeah. Unless, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. That sucks, man. That fucking sucks for those parents. How do they not have a murder weapon? Yeah, like, was nothing in the. Nothing left an imprint or something like a baseball bat? Yeah. And nobody saw anything? The cat did. I know. We need to get a pet psychic in there. Yeah. Talk to that cat. How old old is that cat now? Like 40? If these paws could talk. (laughs) (laughs) That poor cat was trapped behind the fridge or whatever. I wonder how long. It was alive, though. It was probably only that day. Well, this was days later they went back in the apartment to Mm. do their detecting. Mm. It was probably those couple of days then. That it was back there. Got fucking trapped. I believe that it went back there during or shortly after the murder. Like when the detectives and the mom and stuff all came in and they were like, hmm, exhibit A. I believe that's when the cat went back there or during the murder. The cat was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Can you imagine a cat witnessing a murder and running away? My cat would be like, can you reach the treats (laughs) to the murderer? My cat would literally be circling my dead body and being like, getting all comfy. Like, fuck yeah, she's laying down. (laughs) Fuck yeah, it's my favorite time. (laughs) Yeah, my cat would be like, hello, new person. Would you like to know where we keep the knives? (laughs) (laughs) Let me bring you to it. It's by my water dish. Fill it up. (laughs) Fill it up. I am thirsty. I am so thirsty. Then I'll bring you back to the wet food and where we keep the bludgeons. Anyway, so that's my story. If you want to go check out pictures pertaining to my case, go to isgdpodcast.com. And while you're there, join our Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get an extra episode every month. Or if you want to donate up to $10, you get all the the behind-the-scenes video access, uncut fucking footage to everything Mm -hmm. all the time. And you get access, by the way, all the tiers you join, you get all the back access to everything. So Mm -hmm. there's a fucking ton of content there just waiting for you. Just waiting. And then you get to support your favorite pod hosts casts hosts all of them for things like crime con hell yeah hell yeah so everybody go to crime con that's gonna be fun right yeah. right 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 you guys oh <gasps> the people the people don't know more people have been introduced to crime con jean dad's gonna be there yeah <laughs> aaron has some strong opinions about that 
I am like, what? And then also uh, the Delphi murders, the the family of the two girls who were. Is it both the girls? I don't know if it was both of them. That are going to be there? Anyway, obviously I didn't remember. I was high when I found all this. Yeah. So everybody go check out. There's They're announcing new people all the time. It's going to yeah. be fucking There's going to be a dog. <gasps> Ronan. Why yeah. do I remember the dog's name? But I couldn't remember. <laughs> He's a certified Liberty good boy. Yeah. I showed Brandon and I said, it's a certified good boy. And Brandon was like, you're so stupid. And I was like, that's what it says. He's like, I thought you just made that shit up. <laughs> It's like I would have, but we need a picture with Ronan. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So come to CrimeCon. Also, Chris Hansen. Have a seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and, and us and Body Moving from Don't Fuck with the Cats. Mm-hmm. But there's other people there too. But I just only remember mm-hmm. her screen name. <laughs> it's a good name. Uh, okay. What else? What else can the people do? You guys can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll be like, "What's up, baby?" Mm-hmm. Um, also, real quick about CrimeCon again, mm-hmm. you need to use our code ISGD. You get ten percent oh, yeah. off, and you only have the rest of this month to do it. So yeah. that's like I don't even know four days. Yeah, I don't even know when this publishes. Yeah, twenty six. You ain't got believe, a lot of time. Twenty seventh, yeah. somewhere around there. Do so it. You got you got no time. Hurry. ISGD ten percent off. Crime con. Come to Vegas. Let's party. Woo! Get drunk with us. Yeah. Also, you can snail mail us at PO Box two seven six four Spring Valley, California nine one nine seven nine. I was like, was there another line in there? <laughs> you <laughs> crushed just, it. I looked in your eyes when I did it, and I never do that. Oh, and I just got. I got starstruck. I just got taken away by mm-hmm. Jesus. Took my breath away. <laughs> that bitch got taken up by Jesus. <laughs> uh, also, I forgot to mention, you can join us on all of the social media platforms that we are on, which is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Hell our yeah. handle is at ISGD Podcast. Come be our fucking friends, all right? Yep. And we're going to be your friends. Yep. Love you. Bye. Bye.